Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations. 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are continuing in our conversation on Step 11, which is passion. And we're going to be talking about value. Do we value our desires? This is Kelly Fox, and with me is my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing, Terry? I'm doing great. Looking forward to our conversation this evening with our special guest. Yes. Me too. I love our special guest. We have been so blessed to have her on several times this year. So please welcome Sylvia McIntosh. How are you doing tonight, Sylvia? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully, Kelly. Hello to you and hello to Terry and hello to everyone out there listening. I'm so excited about getting to be back here with you guys tonight. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. I'm glad to have you. Thank you. So why don't we just why don't we just start off with Sylvia? What is your um, what is your what is your view of passion, and how do, maybe what what's one one way that um, you access that to support you and what you're doing? I think. The way I access passion really just has to do with allowing myself to do the things I truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really enjoy is work. <laughs> Even though my kids kind of <laughs> think that's really odd and they don't enjoy work, but I'm just happy when I'm busy, when I'm focused on doing something, when when I feel like the effort I am expending is making something else better. So mm-hmm. I like gardening and I I don't really mind house cleaning so much. I mean I like some things better than others. Like I like cleaning I I like doing dishes because there's something very satisfying to me about taking this random pile of stuff that's all dirty and then having <laughs> it all clean and sparkly and organized in the dish drainer and so it it just for me I access passion by accomplishing things. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I, I I find that to be so satisfying to, and I, I see that as creativity as well as passion, because you're creating something lovely from something in that's just not in order that's kind of in chaos and there is there's great satisfaction in creating a space of order and a space of beauty. And I think that, that, that passion is also tied up with, with creativity. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys can come over and do my dishes anytime. That is not something I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> But, Kelly, yes, Kelly, yes, and I've heard you say at other times on our show that there is a desire and an awareness that creating a space of order 
uh, allows you to be more creative and to be more open to opportunities and possibilities. Oh, yes. I love order. I love when things are organized and there's space and there's open space and it's clean and there's not a bunch of toys on the ground or or whatnot. Um, that definitely brings down my anxiety for sure. Um, that doesn't mean I'm necessarily the person who wants to get it there. But <laughs> I do know that I enjoy it when it is that way. So I've had a couple of people who um, who have blessed me with, um, you know, times where, um, like, uh, when I came home from the hospital with Griffin, my last one, one of my friends had cleaned my house, um, mm-hmm. and that was, like, so nice. My mom, my mom cleans my house almost every time she comes over, um, which I appreciate. And then there was, there was one time that, um, oh, just this last time where uh, my husband and I went to Vegas for our anniversary, and not only did my friends um, watch all six of my kids, for the three days we were gone, but when we got back, they cleaned our house. They had cleaned our house. Mm-mm. Oh. So, yeah, the that is really like the best gift ever. Mm-mm. But um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I definitely do enjoy clean space. I actually started organizing my desk because that's been on my to do list for quite a while. Mm-mm. So I started organizing my desk today to. You know, take that to the to the you. next level. Yeah, um, it did not get done, but it got started. So mm-hmm. yeah, and um, yeah, and it'll it'll get there. It'll get there. There's been several times where my my side of the room has been cleaned, and it does make me feel uh, it does make me feel uh, good. You know, to have my, because I work in in my room, so, you know, to have my workspace clean, to be actually able to sit at my desk, um, to be able to, you know, just have, you know, exactly what I need to be doing in front of me instead of just being overwhelmed by the space. It definitely is um, satisfying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that that might uh, morph into passion. Huh? That might morph into passion. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was pretty good about <laughs> keeping it clean for a while, but then it got behind. My desk seems to be like the drop space for everything. You know, it's it's that place where if I don't know where it goes, I'm going to put it on mom's desk. So um, it's kind of yeah. It's it's that it's that place in the house. So. It can get a, it can get a bit unorganized like really fast, and that's when it it catches me off guard. But um, but yeah, I do like an organized space. I feel like I feel like when we have room, even you know, room in our physical space, room in our mental space, room in our spiritual space, what however you want to word it, then that allows for things to come in. If we don't right. have space for something to come in, it's not going to be able to come in because there's no room for it. 
Um, you know, like um, people will say, oh, I don't have time for that. Well, are you allowing space for it in your time to come in? You know, if it's if it's important to you, you'll find space for it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, that's uh, that's something that I've I've found as well. Though, um, as a as a uh, I don't know if I want to say warning or just as a awareness, um, if you are someone who is freeing up your space for things to come in, be really careful in what you allow to come in. Um, Because if you're not, if you're not being uh, aware of the things you're allowing and you could be allowing things into your space that aren't really in the direction you want to go or aren't good for you because things will just come in because there's room, but you need to decide what you want to come into that space that you freed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I went off on a tangent, didn't I? But um, <laughs> but I I think that that's I think that that's important though. Like if you're not allowing space in your in your day or your week or your month for something that you are passionate about, then that's definitely going to affect you. You know, that's like you were saying how you enjoy gardening or you enjoy, you know, the other things that you enjoy, like work or, or chores or doing the dishes, right? If you weren't mm-hmm. allowing yourself to do those things on a regular basis, like, how would your day be? Well, and, and that's one of the reasons that I began to realize how much I just appreciate the process of working and seeing things accomplished because for months when I first started the remote assistant job that I have. So I work at home and I take care of somebody Mm -hmm. else's email. And for a long time, I wouldn't let myself do any gardening until I had all of the work for this person done, as well as this big long list of things that I felt like I needed to do for my coaching business. So I was never allowed Mm -hmm. to do the fun work things because I hadn't done the other work things yet. And when I, I can't remember who said some, how, something about making time in your day to do the things that you truly just enjoy. And then I started saying, okay, when I get up in the morning, whatever time I get up, I can garden until 8 o'clock. Then I started getting up at 7.30 and then 7.15 and 7 o'clock because so I wanted to get up and garden. And I would start my day doing something I really enjoyed and it just made a difference. Mm. It makes a difference in the whole day when I get to start that mm-hmm. day. I still don't get to do it every day, but I really love starting my day in my garden. Even if all I'm doing that day is pulling weeds, I don't get to plant anything or prune anything. It's still, it's just, it's good to be out in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's to be out in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I love Yeah, I've been thinking, like, I've been thinking on a morning routine for a very long time. (laughs) And I have all these different things that I want to put into it. And, um, you know, and I'm I'm like, okay, well, what time would I have to get up to do these things, um, to do all these things before, you know, I am needed, um, you know, by the kids. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I learned, I learned at retreat, I learned this, um, meditation morning routine. And I'm like, I want to start doing that. That, that was so fun. I think if I started my day like that, it would be really good for me. But part of it involves, um, kind of screaming and part of it (laughs) involves music. And I'm like, well, if I do that in the house, I'm going to wake everyone up and defeat the purpose. Mm -mm. Of having a more, you know, this morning time to myself. Um, and so I've thought about doing it outside. Um, but I really don't like my backyard. Mm. So that's been kind of like trying to think of a way. Well, it's not that I don't like my backyard. My backyard is beautiful, but our grass is, is not. And the grass is really, um, um, pokey or, you know, hard. It's not enjoyable to stand on. Um, and so just thinking of how can I get around that? I've been thinking mm-hmm. about that now. <laughs> how can I how can I stand on the grass where it doesn't hurt me and I can stand out there? <laughs> but yeah. I think it's really important to start your day in a in a way that um grounds you or centers you or you know, puts you in that um put you in that space of I can conquer the day, whatever, whatever that would be for you. Certainly helps. Yeah. But so far, the only thing I can do consistently is make my bed, which (laughs) I still think is an accomplishment on most days. (laughs) Yeah, it can be. But every day I make my bed. That's, That's awesome. Congratulations. But I've I've done that for a long time. But so I've proved to myself, right, that I can do something consistently. So it's just a Mm -hmm. matter of finding the easiest way to put something else in. Because if it's not easy, I'm going to find, you know, every excuse in the book to not do it. So how can I make it, how can I make it real easy for myself and, um, you know, set myself up for success with adding, you know, adding something else. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. going in, uh-huh. go ahead, Sylvia. Well, I was just agreeing with what you had to say. Oh, well, awesome. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, our our sub-focus tonight is um, value desires. So what I take from that is am I valuing my desires? Am I valuing the things that I'm passionate about? Am I valuing um, the things that fill my cup or feed my soul? And I've actually had a few conversations about this with um, other coaches we've had on the show and with Terry um, about, you know, I can feel – I, I fill my cup in this area of my life. I feel it in this area of my life. I feel it here. But in this one area, you know, it's it's a bit of a challenge to find out what would fill my cup, fill my cup here. And, and I think it may come down to valuing what am I, you know, what am I valuing? What am I giving time and energy and space to when I'm in this particular place or situation? 
What do you guys think on that? Well, it certainly makes sense. Um, you know, if we don't make a conscious choice, we make an unconscious choice. And you were talking about when you create a space, be careful about what you let in because nature abhors a vacuum. And so if we create a space, it will get filled. Uh, mm-hmm. So sometimes I, I almost try to do it the other way around. I try to figure out what it is I want and start working toward that. And then I start looking for what can I release to make room for it to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, because that way I find I'm a little less likely to just fill this space up with random busy work, but really keep mm-hmm. myself focused on something that will move me toward a bigger goal and not just finishing a task. I mean, I love finishing a task, so sometimes I have to be careful about being able to stay aware and focused on a bigger goal and and value the task for how it moves me forward and not just because it's a job done. Is it moving me toward something? Um, and when mm-hmm. we're talking about value, one of the things that I also find really makes a difference on passion in, in that respect is whether or not I'm being nice to myself because if mm. I'm feeling like I'm not worth the effort, I won't make the effort. Mm-hmm. And if somebody else offers something, I will turn it down because why bother? So I really have to watch the self-talk and make sure that I am being as respectful of myself as I would be of someone else or as I would expect someone else to be to me. No one, if no one else can talk to me that way, then I have no business talking to me that way. Mhm. Yeah, I love that. Just self-respect is a form of value that helps the passion be able to stay alive. Mhm. Yeah. What about you, Terry? Yeah, I I think that uh when you are clear on what you value, that you're able to focus your passion around those values. I think it takes discipline and it takes commitment. It takes a willingness to prioritize. And for me, it's important. I, I make lists that help me to stay focused and that I keep a I keep a little book that I write things down in so that I can stay focused on what's important to me and that that's that that I value. So right now I'm I have two areas that I'm just really focused on and that's I social media presence for my business and I'm running a campaign for city council. So those two things Woo-hoo! are focused right now. And <laughs> mm-hmm. so I have to keep I keep a notebook where I write down the things that I'm that the goals or the tasks that I've set for that day around that that focus, which is based upon my values, um, and that helps me to to accomplish. And for me, I'm, it's like Sylvia could be talking about me because my passion is accomplishing uh, tasks or goals or dreams that are tied to to working. I mean, I I guess I don't 
like to call to label things, but work is really important to me, and work is usually focused on something I value, and just really getting things done uh, is is my passion. And getting those things done, or those things I've chosen to get done, are based upon values that I have set in my life. So, like running for city council is tied to um, following a spiritual prompting, and working on my business and social media uh, is also tied to a spiritual prompting. So they come back to actually values in my spiritual life of service and following the promptings of, I call it the spirit, that guides me. And so those, those are based upon on values. And, and so my work is based upon those values as well. And that's my passion. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it definitely makes sense. I think I used to get really um, disappointed and frustrated because I would focus so much on my kids and my kids doing this or my kids doing that or, um, you know, um, my husband or where are we going to live? What's our next move? What's our next plan? And, and I was this huge planner and I had to know what, you know, what was going to happen in, in the next year, five years, 10 years. Like I wanted to, I wanted to have all those things planned planned out and um you know nothing was really happening according to my plans and um because you know I can't control what my husband does or what my kids do and so I started to focus more on my business and um because that's something I can control I can control whether or not I I work on my website or I work on you know, my new business cards or, um, you know, I do this or I do that, right? Because I can control me. And, and so I've, you know, I really did just throw all of my energy into, into the things that I, I do have power over, which was me and my business and pushing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, pushing that, not pushing, but moving that forward. And giving my time and my energy towards that because that was something that that's something that I can control in the sense of of the work I'm doing. I can't control if people show up or if people like my you know like my page or or that sort of thing, but I can control whether or not um you know I'm posting or I'm you know putting my events out there or I'm talking to people and getting to know them or you know, different things like that. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I totally get what you guys are talking about um, because I, I do the same thing. I think maybe, though, that um, I pulled away a little bit much from, um, you know, what the kids are doing and what they're involved in. And that's something that I kind of want to go a little bit back towards, not in the sense of I want to start planning stuff or I want to start, you know, um, expecting things from them, but, you know, definitely be more engaging um, with them and, and you know, uh, involved in, you know, their their day-to-day of, you know, 
they just went back to school today. Uh, school started today, and you know all of those all of those things. Yeah, I think it's the it, and I know that Rhonda talks about their you know balance is kind of a funny word. It's not really something you can get balance. But I mean, I think it's it's like there has to be flexibility as you're maneuvering around between the different areas of your life because. We have the spiritual, the physical, the emotional. We have the family. We have the work. You know, we have our lives are complex. You know, there's, I think, Sylvia talks about, you know, an onion with all these layers. Well, our lives are so layered. And so when we're involved in passion, I mean, we have passion for our family. We have passion for our work. We have passion for our spiritual growth. We have passion for our emotional and physical health. Um, So it's a a matter of, of looking at what we value and somehow incorporating different layers of our life into our passion, the area that we're passionate about. So like, just for example, with, with running for city council, I mean, I, I felt compelled by a spiritual magnet, you know, that God kind of told me this was something that would be good for me to do. Whether I win city council position or not, I'm not tied to a specific outcome. I'm open to whatever God wants me to learn through this process. And I'm already learning to value my time and my my accomplishments and what I can offer. And I'm actually asking people to donate money. This is so far out of my comfort zone. But that might that might help me in asking for people to pay for my coaching. You know, so I don't know exactly what God has in store for me going through this process, and it very well can be serving for four years on the city council, but it might not be. It might be that I'm learning something else. So as I'm as I'm being open to learning from this experience and following my my commitment to my spiritual growth and to listening to the Holy Spirit as it tells me what to do, I'm also involving my family, and I'm I'm increasing my capacity to ask for what I'm worth when I'm a coach so it's like to me when there's synergy and there's many layers of my life are being fed by this one activity to me that tell it just tells me I'm it's my passion and it's feeding my passion and so you know I I don't know if I'm making sense but (laughs) it makes sense to me that this the synergy that's occurring at multiple layers while I look at this one activity increases my passion for the value that underlies the activity. That's what I think I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's well, that awesome. Sense. And I think it's awesome that you're even aware of it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it just feels feels like it's not just running for city council, but there's multiple layers of growth and opportunity that are available in this action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sylvia, we are basically out of time. Is there any last uh, last words you'd like to share with our listeners tonight? Thank you for being here, and it's okay to love things, and it's okay to recognize that you don't love everything you have to do. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Um, We thank you, listeners, for coming back each week. We we ask that you keep doing it. We love sharing these 12 steps with you. 
And we have one more week to share with uh, Step 11 on passion. And um, also, uh, Sylvia and I are doing a uh, group coming up called Fearless Forgiveness. If you would like more information on that, please contact us on our Facebook page, and I will get that information to you. And until next time, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Love you. Good night. Good night.